You walk into a Walgreens drugstore and it's pretty obvious that they have products to take care of you from head to toe, literally. Well, behind the scenes, they have some pretty ambitious projects going on in their supply chain to protect people and the planet. Welcome to Global Sourcing Insights from SIPS. I'm Bob Rossback, and with me is Bill Michaels, VP Operations for SIPS Americas. Bill? Hello, Bob. And our guest, Walgreens Boots Alliance Chief Procurement Officer, Jim Townsend. Welcome. Hello, Bob. Mr. Townsend, you join us as a member of the SIPS Procurement Power List for your accomplishments in the profession, and I'd like to start with what you've done in the area of corporate social responsibility. Walgreens Boots Alliance publishes a very comprehensive annual corporate social responsibility report. It includes programs to help communities combat opioid addiction and educate people to manage their own health, but let's focus on your area, responsible sourcing. The report covers a lot of issues from supplier diversity to questions about the future of krill. It also touches a lot of areas where SIPS has done advocacy for greater transparency and accountability in supply chains. So what convinced you that Walgreens had to be this active? Was it a top-down decision, a bottoms-up initiative, or were people throughout the organization supporting it? So I think, I think that's, a, uh, that's a great question, uh, Bob. So if you look at our companies, Walgreens Boots Alliance was formed at the end of 2014. And if you look at our long history uh, that we have from our legacy companies, both within um, Boots, or sorry, Alliance Boots and Walgreens, uh, you know, if you look at it, our, our stakeholders from our investors to consumers to nonprofits to our employees, are all demanding that we act responsibly and sustainably. Whether that includes packaging, ingredients, products, um, and in transparency and traceability. But not just that, I think it goes beyond that. I think it goes into into how we interact with the communities that we serve and are part of every day. Uh, And then from a a top-down decision or bottom-up initiative, I think really from from our perspective, from WBA, it's really both. So our senior leadership um, and our board are deeply committed to corporate social responsibility. But at the same time, our employees, our customers uh, are driving these issues and demanding more transparency and accountability from companies such as ours. And and in reality, for all of us, well, wouldn't we all want to just work for a company which has a great corporate social responsibility agenda and genuinely believes that in every day and in everything that it does? So where are you trailblazing, going where others in your industry are perhaps waiting and watching? What what are you most proud of? Um, I think from a a trailblazing perspective, I think we we absolutely believe in uh, accountability and transparency. Uh, And it's less about talking about huge, overly ambitious targets and commitments that we can't meet, and much more about putting in place real plans uh, where we can fulfill and deliver on our promises. Uh, you know, we, we measure our progress by setting very clear baselines uh, and then absolutely being accountable year in, year out to deliver against those commitments. Uh, and we're very transparent within our CSR report around where we stand against those commitments. Uh, our CSR performance data is uh, assured by Deloitte, so we know that it's credible, we know that it can be trusted. And um, measuring this in all of the countries where we operate around the world is clearly an enormous task, but it speaks um, volumes to uh, our commitment as WBA and the senior leadership to uh, 
uh, to invest and uh, address this issue. Uh, and I believe, I, I think we believe, genuinely we believe as a, a leadership team within WBA, that we are setting the standard for transparent reporting of CSR performance metrics. We're very, very clear about that. Excellent. Now, do you have to sell sustainability and transparency initiatives to your marketing or production teams, or are they on board and, and uh, are they convinced that Walgreens uh, need to be positioned as a leader in these issues? I think when you look at these initiatives, I think these initiatives are, uh, are core to our company purpose. Uh, and that's really, if you look at what we're about, we're about helping people across the world lead happier and healthier lives. Doing good is part of our legacy and core beliefs as a company, and it's kind of embedded throughout the organization. If one walks into a Walgreens pharmacy in Chicago, or walks into a Boots pharmacy in London, or a Benavides pharmacy in uh, Mexico City, you will enjoy the same uh, focus in terms of uh, what it is we're about in help, helping people lead happier and healthier lives. Uh, and that's kind of a core part of what we are. We recognize our role in that uh, community. Excellent. So has it been good for business? Is it paying off for you? Um, I mean, ultimately, today's customers are very savvy and uh, they demand that businesses take measurable action towards um, operating more sustainably and responsibly. Uh, we believe our commitment to CSR and to the global goals in the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals are, are essential for business. They're, they're the bedrock, bedrock of how we have to operate. Uh, improving our supply chains through responsible sourcing, greater ingredient transparency and traceability, uh, and ethical sourcing uh, is crucial protecting our corporate reputation and meeting customer demands. It's also something we're seeing for, uh, sorry, seeing increased demand for from a talent perspective. People want to work for companies which do the right thing. So I, I'm hearing that you have a really strong education and uh, supplier development program and strong uh, performance metrics to make sure that you're in compliance with, uh, with your policies. Is that, is that right? Yeah, no, absolutely. So we, we have a very uh, clear program around the uh, business. We've got very strong internal governance. Uh, we have uh, very robust controls when it comes to uh, assessing our supply chain and ensuring that we've got the right level of transparency and traceability in terms of uh, all the products that we source from around the world. Uh, and it, and it's, uh, as I say, it's something that we believe throughout the business. This isn't, this isn't something we have to encourage participation. This is just about doing the right thing. And people in general, want to do the right thing within WBA. So when it comes to chain of custody, transparency, and supply chains, it's very hard for companies, even large ones, to act alone. What is the role of independent consortium groups, such as the Consumer Goods Forum, I think was mentioned in the report, or the Sustainability Consortium? How important are they to individual companies, such as Walgreens, in reaching your goals? So Walgreens Boots Alliance and Walgreens specifically, uh, clearly we cannot um, act alone uh, and we have to work in concert. Uh, plastics uh, and uh, ingredients and uh, having the transparency of uh, where they're sourced and having that traceability, ensuring that uh, we're using sustainable sources of palm, palm oil and chemicals and that all of these issues um, 
Uh, we recognize that all of them need industry-wide solutions. And uh, that's why we collaborate with other businesses, uh, with non-profits, with experts in the field, really to help us move consumer goods and retail industries forward as a whole. Excellent. So, Bill, that really, does that sort of mesh with your experience across the board, other industries? You know, it's really interesting because um, um, listening to Jim and looking at, at what Walgreens doing, and they actually talk the talk and, and really uh, back it up with policies, programs, and uh, capability, whereas a lot of people are saying that they're going through sustainable sourcing. And, you know, when you start looking at it, they don't even have a map of the supply chain. So I, I think that if we had to look at where does Walgreens stand among its, its competitors and in other industries, uh, it's, it's really moving ahead in a leadership position. So, Jim, are you happy with where you are in your CSR initiatives, or are there still areas that wake you up in the middle of the night? You know, the, the, uh, the only thing that wakes me up in the uh, middle of the night is um, jet lag. Um, so, um, I think we're, 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 we're in a place where we're, we're never satisfied. Um, you know, there's always more to do. Um, you know, there's, a, there's some huge sustainability challenges um, uh, that we read about every day in the uh, newspapers and, and watch on, uh, on television. Uh, quite clearly, um, uh, we need to, as, a, as an organization, uh, we need to continue to strive and be ambitious to do all of the right things from an environmental uh, from a community, from a workplace, and also from a marketplace perspective. Uh, and, and this is something that motivates us. And I think within a procurement team, uh, one of the things that a lot of people find very refreshing about working for Walgreens Boots Alliance is that CSR plays a huge part of that procurement agenda. Okay, And that's something that really attracts um, individuals to, uh, to our organization. So let's talk about your own experience. Uh, how did you actually get started in procurement and supply management? What kinds of things were you buying and for whom? And what did you learn from those early experiences? You know what? Um, I, um, I had a really interesting career. So I, uh, I, uh, I left school at the age of 16. I uh, then went on to study um, in my own time for a further 15 years. I started off as an engineer and had a Bachelor of Engineering degree. I worked for uh, Rolls-Royce Aerospace in the United Kingdom. Uh, at, at some point, I became a manufacturing engineer and then went into uh, a lot of change, uh, sorry, a number of different change roles and transformation roles, um, and started to get in some, involved in some supply chain activities, more from a technical perspective, uh, and then got into leading some uh, major transformation activity within procurement in terms of leading SAP implementations and what have you. And then uh, eventually jumped onto the dark side when I, uh, I got a commercial role heading up um, uh, uh, a complex area within uh, Rolls-Royce within procurement. So that's kind of how I, uh, how I started, um, Bob. I think in terms of things that kind of really helped me in those, in those in, in, certainly in the early years, and I, and I guess I, I, I reflect on it, I guess they still helped me uh, uh, massively. I think the things that kind of made a difference for me is, uh, is keeping that level of passion really high, making sure that you kind of um, working with some great leaders who impart their knowledge to you, and you, you've got to make sure that you listen carefully and you learn from every move that they make. 
I think another thing I would say to anybody and anybody that's thinking about their next, next career move is think very carefully about how you, um, the next employer that you pick and why are you going to that employer and what, what's actually really important about what they do in society. So with Walgreens Boots Alliance, for example, I'm uh, absolutely convinced that what we do for the communities that we serve and what it is we do for our customers and what it is that we do for our team members actually make it a fantastic place to work and actually creates an environment where me personally and, and the team are actually really motivated about doing the right things for our customers and team members. So that, that, that's some of the, uh, the stuff I've, learned, I've, I've learned over time. I think, I think the other thing, um, you know, key to my success is uh, I'm not very good at the status quo, shall I say. I'm, I'm much better at the, uh, the transformation world and uh, a role which is all about changing uh, and doing the, right, doing the right thing within procurement such that we can serve our customers and team members better. And that's what kind of gets me excited, um, Bob. So how have you seen the profession change? And if you're a change agent, a agent uh, how has the profession changed? Um, well, I, I, think it, I think it depends, Bob. I, I think there are differences depending on where you work. And what, what, let me be more general than that. I think the procurement profession is different in Europe than it is in the US. Um, and I think um, in the different sectors, again, it's different as well. But, but in general, what I, what I would say is, I think within the US, what I'm observing, and I've been working in uh, Chicago now for four years, what, what I'm observing is that the US is very, very quickly uh, adapting and catching up um, a lot of the best practices from elsewhere uh, within the world. What I'm also seeing is that um, procurement functions are far more influential and bring a, a greater degree of uh, criticality, shall I say, to the business than they perhaps were maybe five or ten years ago. Uh, in addition to that, I'd say it's also, it's not really about, it's not just about the money. Um, so may, maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was purely about cost. And cost will always be important, as will cash. Um, but as I was saying earlier on, I think the corporate social responsibility agenda is, uh, agenda is, is very, very um, uh, important to, uh, to organizations moving forward. I think the governance... Uh, it's super important in terms of the transparency and the compliance that companies now have to operate with. I think um, mitigating business risk and leveraging future technology is really key in terms of, um, in terms of the um, uh, procurement environment moving forward. I think also, um, you, you know, I think uh, we are uh, far more analytics and data insight driven than we used to be. Um, I think finally that the, the one bit I found most irritating about my procurement career of, uh, of the past 20 years is it is where procurement feel that they need to ask for permission to be involved okay I think that procurement need to get beyond that and I think they're largely beyond it and I feel that uh, procurement should be in a place where um, if the door's not wide open then they need to open that door and walk through and kind of show what they can uh, get on and deliver um, but having said all of that, I think in the last five or 10 years, as we've seen in the US, um, and I've witnessed in the last few years over here, success has driven uh, a huge amount of um, change 
and it, it, it's driven a, a huge demand for uh, even greater uh, procurement talent. And that's leading us to the challenge we now have around talent. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, for me, it doesn't matter where we are, or what, what point in time we're at, it's really about um, four key things. It's about really great leadership. It's about being commercially savvy. It's about having the right degree of influence with the right people within the organization. And then it's simply about doing what you said you were going to do and delivering on uh, what your commitments are. Another thing I'm seeing, and I'm seeing it more and more um, increasing as I go along, is there's a shift between uh, a shift from price and and cost management to value management. Uh, More companies are focused on what are they going to get in terms of value, innovation, speed to market, things like that. And and that requires a different kind of mode to operate in in procurement. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think so, Bill. I think um, gone are the days when uh, an old leader of mine used to say this on a regular basis. Gone are the days when um, it was all about three quotes and a puff of smoke. Yeah, uh, that's clearly not the situation now. The kind of relationships that we as procurement are involved in forming are are very often large strategic complex relationships which are fundamental to the growth of the uh, of our companies and um, that requires a different degree of know-how capability intellectual horsepower and uh, and savvy that really requires one to um, uh, play a very different role than being a uh, an individual that runs some very basic tenders shall i say so absolutely, it's all about what is the overall value um, to the organization, Bill. And, and, and what I see is I see a mix. Some companies are still stuck in the I only want cost reductions and some are really moving ahead like you and Wal- Walgreens where you're looking at how do I get more value? How do, I, how do I bring competitive advantage? How do I increase revenue growth, manage risk? I see you know, you're in a leadership position there as opposed to a lot of the other companies I see, or half of the companies are stuck in the, uh, I want cost, and yeah. I'm gonna look for a quarter. Yeah, I think to, to that point, Bill, I think you've gotta be able to walk and chew gum on this one. So I think you've gotta do, you actually have to do both, because the market that we're operating in is uh, in terms of um, uh, pharmacy, retail, and uh, healthcare services is radically transforming. And, you know, to do that, um, we've got to ensure that we leverage the power of our uh, collective supply chain to enable us to transform at pace and deliver some fantastic uh, customer offerings in the future. But we've also got to get our own cost base into shape. So I think you actually have to do both. You have to uh, focus on the future and focus on building those big relationships. But at the same point in time, you have to manage your cost and uh, cash position very carefully as well. Gentlemen, uh, you've given us some great food for thought, or uh, shall I say ointment for our aches and pains, perhaps. Uh, There's plenty here for us to reflect on and pursue, but our time is up. Thank you, Mr. Townsend. Thank you. Appreciate it. And thank you, Bill. I'm Bob Rossbach, and that's all for now. Join us again for Global Sourcing Insights from SIPS, available at SIPS.com USA and Apple Podcasts. Indulge in good deals, but source responsibly. Take care.